0: Hasn't been a pretty year for the Saints, but they definitely ended 2023 on the most positive note, dismantling the Buccaneers. I don't think the scoreboard tells the full story. This might have been the best win of the season for Dennis Allen, and the Saints we will talk about it right here on the Straight Up Saints podcast.
1: You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast.
0: What is up, Huda Nation? Welcome back inside another edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast. I'm your host, Chris Rosvogel, as always, we're brought to you by Scott McNair. Injury lawyers you have been injured in any kind of accident, car, truck, 18-wheeler, hurt offshore, Scott McNair handles it all. You give him a call at 504-500-1111 for a free consultation. They'll always fight for the win. So, backs against the wall. If the Saints lose, they're not making the playoffs. The Buccaneers are the team representing the NFC South. And what do the Saints do? Despite all the drama, people like me getting aggravated about Dennis Allen's future. They come out there and they play a complete game. Defense was excellent throughout the entire match. I don't care about the last two minutes of garbage time. Special teams came to play. Derek Carr looked really sharp for a lot of it. They just set the tone. And I want to start off with the defense because I think that's what really, really set things for the Saints. I know their opening drive was outstanding, and I'll talk about the opening drive in just a minute. But what the Saints did from the jump that really changed things was they took the run game out of it for Tampa. And oddly enough, Tampa kept trying the run and, and seeing if they could get it going. It never really happened. But because of that, you make them one-dimensional. You let your defensive line kind of pin their ears back, go after Baker Mayfield. And they made his life hell. I thought Baker Mayfield's had a tremendous season so far. This was easily the worst he's looked in at least a month. Two interceptions, albeit one of them was tipped. Looked out of sort on a lot of plays. Uh, even his best plays. He had to escape about two sacks and run towards the right and, and gain, what, five yards, six yards. The Saints didn't give him anything easy. Mike Evans was honestly neutralized for most of this game. He had one big you know reception in the second half that went for 30-plus. But other than that, he was really a non-factor, and that's without his father, Marshawn Lattimore, playing in this game. So Saints defense, all-around outstanding. Uh, and, you know, there was a moment in this game, I thought the Bucs were gaining a little bit of momentum. They were starting to put something together. And Jonathan Abram forces a fumble, which I did not expect to happen. So all around stout performance, stout performance from this defense. I thought the linebacker play was mostly great outside of, of course, you know, matching up Pete Werner versus Chris Godwin. That's not what you want, but I thought DeMario brought it. I thought the secondary brought it and defensive line, whether it was Granderson making plays, Brian Brzee making plays, Zach Bond picking up another sack and showing that he could be a good edge rusher. I thought the Saints defense looked really, really sharp, and I'm definitely proud of the way that unit played and this is something that you wanted to see all year you know i thought when the saints struggled take like you know last thursday it's the defense not playing up to their their standards i would say uh, and that's where you get surprised so for them they, they played up to their caliber the, the type of defense that a dennis allen coach team wants to play uh, and i got to tip my cap to them for that I, I thought that's where they really sent the message today playing excellent defense making the bucks be one-dimensional And then just kind of go from there and win time of possession for a good amount of this game, especially in the first half. It felt like the Saints were just controlling the ball all the way through. So, defense set the tone, no doubt about it. Loved it, but like I said, you got to play a complete game, and in order to play a complete game, you also need your offense to show up. And I thought Derek Carr, what he did in the first half was sensational. He was seventeen for twenty one for twenty one, excuse me, one hundred forty yards, two touchdowns. He had the pass on third down to Juwan Johnson for the first touchdown on a beautiful opening drive, and his second touchdown left corner, facing the blitz, puts it perfectly for Taysom Hill to put them up 14-0. That might have been one of his best throws of the season. And I think for Derek Carr, you know, I'm not going to look at the full numbers of this game and say, well, the yardage wasn't over this amount. Screw it. First half, he was so good that the Saints were able to play a conservative style of football where it's control the clock, run it down. Uh, Don't worry about airing it out and making mistakes. And I thought Derek did a really good job today. This was one of the best games he had in the Saints uniform. And I would say as far as this, the way the Saints played today, that's what we all hoped they would have been this season. And they weren't, and you can't change what's been done. It's already week 17, and you're going into the finale next week. But the way the Saints looked on Sunday against the Bucks, with the defense playing that swarming attacking style football, with Derek Carr giving you good production at the quarterback position, that's what we wanted the Saints to be this year. Uh, and it's a little bittersweet because you're obviously happy about playing spoiler and keeping your season alive and having a puncher's chance at the division, but you also sit there and you go, man, what could have been because this was the complete performance I wanted to see. And uh, what I will say about Derek Carr right now and the way he played today, I know Saints fans will be frustrated and say, oh, this preserves DA's job. This does this, this does that. The Saints would probably keep in DA anyway. And the Saints are stuck with Derek Carr next year, regardless whether people like it or not. And, you want to see flashes of Derek Carr actually looking like a good quarterback like he did today. So you could have some reason to go into next season and not feel like it's going to be a complete waste of your time. And I thought Derek Carr looked like the superior quarterback today, which is what the Saints paid for. Remember, the Saints went out to get Derek Carr because in an NFC South with a lot of inferior quarterbacks, he was supposed to be a, you know, a, a tier above those guys. Today, he looked like that guy. So I thought Derek Carr, Derek Carr showed a lot of promise. Uh, you know. Some of his incompletions, for the most part, in good spots, didn't really make any throws. I'm like, oh, God, don't do that again. Maybe there was one that he threw over the middle that could have nearly been intercepted. Other than that, efficient game, what you want to see from the Saints. So kudos to Derek Carr, kudos to the Saints defense. Uh, it It just leaves me wondering, man, what could have been if this Saints team played with an ounce of consistency this year because they've been all over the map. You know, last Thursday, they look just lifeless at times against the Rams. Today they were the better football team the entire time, and I, I can't help but wonder if that team played a consistent style of football, would this have been the game where they wrapped up the division on the road in Tampa, sending the home fans, uh, you know, back home disappointed? That's what could have been the case, uh, but it wasn't meant to be. But for today it was, and the Saints do keep their playoff hopes alive, even if it is somewhat slim. Because who the hell trusts the Panthers? Now, next week, Saints play the Falcons. Falcons looked god-awful today against the Bears. I think they're going to fire Arthur Smith after this season's over. They'll probably start anew. They need a quarterback. We all know that. Nothing's break- You're not, We're not breaking any uh, boundaries with those comments there. That game will be interesting, though, because I don't know if the Saints are going to have Alvin Kamara. He hurt his ankle not once but twice in this game, rolled it early on an on a odd tackle, and then rolled it again uh, later in the first half. He Didn't come out of the locker room. He missed the entire second half. He was ruled out relatively quickly. I'm, I'm gotta, i i got to assume it's an ankle sprain. I don't know the severity of it, though. I'm hoping he could be there for the Atlanta game. But what you can say is obviously the Saints' run game is just not the same without Alvin in there. He had 10 rushes for 45 yards before he got hurt. Uh, and now what I will give Jamal credit for is, at one point he had 12 carries for 26 yards, and on the next seven carries he was able to gain 32 yards from there. So he definitely improved as the game went on, as did the Saints' O-line, which was moving Tampa Bay from start to finish. But you need Alvin in there. He's that change of pace back. He's obviously your most explosive runner. He's your best runner. Not having him in there, uh, definitely hurt at times for New Orleans. Obviously, didn't come up costly today. The Saints never felt like they were going to lose this game, regardless of what transpired on the field. And now we just got to wait and see and hope for a positive update. But obviously concerned that it is an ankle. Obviously concerned that he did tweak it twice. And then that he didn't come out of the locker room. He was in there probably getting treatment. So... Fingers crossed that AK doesn't have a severe injury and that he could play at some point, but we shall see. And if you don't have him next week against the Falcons, going to see a lot of Jamal Williams. Probably got to let Derek Carr air it out a good amount of times, get Taysom Hill involved, which the Saints did today, which I was very happy about that, uh, using him more. So we'll see. Thought the offense did a good job of uh, kind of adapting to their circumstances today. Didn't need a big Chris Olave game. Didn't need a big Rashid Shaheed game. And I thought Pete Carmichael mixed it up pretty well, you know? They threw it 32 times. They ran it for 30 plus times. I thought Pete did the damn thing today. And he's another one. Pete goes with the Saints where it's like, I wish you were consistent. Because there are days where Pete's calling plays and I go, man, I I still like what he's doing here. And then there are days where he gets stagnant. Today was not one of those days where he got stagnant. He did what the Saints needed to do to put themselves in position to win. So like I said, Alvin Hurt, we'll see where it goes from there. But it's going to be fascinating to see how next week transpires. Cause the saints need to beat the Falcons, take care of their business. And they also got a scoreboard watch and hope that the Panthers beat the Buccaneers. And if that happens, then the saints would play either the Cowboys or the Eagles in the first round of playoffs. And honestly, here's the way I see it. I don't know if you'll find someone more negative about Dennis Allen than me. And I'm not going to change my tune on. I don't think Dennis Allen is a good head coach or the right guy to bring the saints to where they want to go. But I think Dennis Allen's the head coach next year. Anyway, so, you know what, at this point, you might as well make it into the playoffs and give us some type of excitement, then not make the playoffs and still keep them anyway, if that makes sense. So that's where my head's at. I'll see where your head's at in just a minute when I get to your comments. But before I do that, guys, I want to get a quick word from one of our sponsors, DraftKings Sportsbook.
1: DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers an exclusive offer just for NBA fans. This week, new customers can bet just $5 and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, score an NBA League Pass subscription on us for the rest of the season. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code BOOT. New customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5. Plus, score an NBA League Pass subscription on us. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code BOOT. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at Sportsbook.DraftKings.com slash Basketball Terms.
0: Once again, thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being part of the program. We'll get into some comments you guys have on this Sunday. New Year's Eve, Saints closing out 2023 with a statement win over the Bucks, keeping their playoff hopes alive. and. I think it went from 12% to like 32% their playoff odds. Obviously who knows the NFL is so unpredictable. We had the Cardinals beat the Eagles today. The giants probably should have beat the Rams, but didn't a lot of crazy stuff going on in the NFL. We'll start off with Alex here. He says the saints can never make it easy. Can they really impress with the run D today? Put all the pressure on Baker and the passing game. Yeah, absolutely made them one dimensional. Uh, and that, that really did it. That did the trick for them. Uh, and like I said, You know, once the Saints went up 14-0, it never felt like they were going to lose that game. They just had complete control. You absolutely love to see it. Oh, there's Every phase of the game worked for New Orleans. Forgive says, why is DA so scary? Why not go for it on fourth and one and run the clock? But we can kill the fire DA discussion. There's a 0% chance now. Yeah, I mean, from the reports, it sounded like there was a 0% chance regardless of today's game. But after today, obviously, there's definitely a 0% chance. He will be back next year. It is what it is. We kind of all have to deal with it. Now, the fourth and one you're talking about, I tweeted that he's a coward for not going for it. Some people said I was being too harsh. Maybe I was. Like I said, I, 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 I mean, I'm not fair when it comes to D.A. I'm definitely leaning towards the critical si- side when it comes to Dennis Allen. But when I saw that play, for me, it was like fourth and one. The Bucs weren't stopping the run that drive. I would just go for it, and I would have lived with the results. If the Saints didn't get it, I wouldn't have cursed out D.A. I would have been happy that he went for it. They decided to kick the field goal. Thankfully, Blake Groupie makes it. The the Bucks get a big pass play the next possession, but their receiver ends up fumbling after he stumbles to the ground. So I just, I'm a big fan of like when you can end the game effectively and not make your defense go through like four minutes of garbage time where someone could get hurt. And, you know, you lost Landon Young, you lost uh, Nephi Sewell. I would have done it. I'm not blaming Dennis Allen for taking the points, but I just would have been more towards the aggressive side of it. When you are in control, you're up 20 to seven. That's just me, but I understand why people disagree with it. Uh, and I do think I'm overcritical of times DA, but I, I do agree with you there. I, I would have gone for it. I, I didn't know why they decided to just kick the field goal. Alex says the Jonathan Abram game coaching staff made the right call going with him over Howden today. What a shock, man. Uh, Jonathan Abram completely ended the game with that forced fumble. I'm uh, Rashad white. That's when the Bucks started gaining momentum. He punches it out Mario, recovers it. And then he gets the interception off the Baker Mayfield piss uh, pass piss. Uh, that was tipped at the line of scrimmage. So, Big game from him. Probably his best game as a pro. Fumble, uh, for, Force fumble and interception. He was outstanding. Kudos to him. Did not have that on my bingo card today. Chung says, I guess the problem the whole season has been the offense's inability to take advantage of the possessions. It was obviously looking at the tape. The offense was the reason the Saints stunk up the season. Dennis Allen needs to fire Pete ASAP. I don't know. I, look, I think the Saints as a whole weren't consistent this year, right? Like, take last week. Yeah, the offense looked better this week than it did last week against the Rams. Rams... Offense just torched the Saints defense, though. And I can go back to a bunch of games this year where I thought the Saints defense didn't bring it. The Jaguars game, uh, they did not bring it. The first half of the Texans game, they did not bring it. The Lions game, they did not bring it. You know, uh, Vikings game, offense and defense stunk it up. Like, I I think the Saints as a whole didn't live up to things this season. I don't want to just put it on to just one, you know, one unit as to why they're not, a playoff team at the moment or why they may not make the playoffs. I, I think collectively the saints struggled this year at times, you know, special teams had moments, Blake groupie, missing kicks, uh, you know, Lou Edley not flipping field, something he did well today. So I think it was a collective thing, not just, you know, the, the offense. Ryan says every saints fan has to accept that DA is coming back after day. Even if they lose next week, he's basically a lock. Now I agree. he will be back. Derek says, well, another year of pain. We're going to beat the Falcons next week and not even get a top 15 pick. Can't wait for the Saints' Twitter copium to tell us it's all turning around the fifth time this year. Yeah, I won't do that. Look, I do think the Saints are going to beat the Falcons next week. Uh, When I was predicting the final four or five games of the year, I said that was going to be a win. I think Atlanta looks broken right now. I think the Saints will beat Atlanta. But it's that Panthers game, right? Like, does that end up being a meaningless win? Or do the Panthers shock the Buccaneers? And you know what? That isn't a meaningless win because then the Saints are in the playoffs. So we shall see how that all unfolds. But it's going to be fascinating nonetheless. Chung says, D.A. is safe. Pete's gone. Hopefully they find someone good to call plays. Probably be gone. We'll, we'll see how the Saints kind of assess that. Alex says, man, that Packers loss keeps looming larger each week. Would be in great position if that was a win. Yep. It's going to sting for the entire season. And, and we kind of said that. I think a lot of us fans are like, one of those close losses the Saints had at some point going to bite them in the ass. Uh, or maybe the, the comebacks that f- f- fall short, maybe one of those that, that fell short, that was going to bite you in the ass. It's going to get him at this point, right? Like, I think the Saints will beat Atlanta. I, I can't make that clear, more clear than I already am. I just don't trust the Panthers to beat the Falcons. I don't think the Panthers look like an NFL team right now. Obviously, I'm going to be rooting hard for the Panthers on Sunday, but they don't look like an NFL team right now. Saints 41 says, good game, but why can't a DA coach team finish it dominated 55 minutes of this game? You know, usually I get on their case for it. I'm not really worried about the last five minutes. I'm not. They did what they had to do. Still one by two possessions. I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm not going to get on him for that. Jerry G says yes, staying alive. I agree, keeping the season alive. K Rosie eighty eight says didn't like the defense letting up at the end, and that offense looked completely different without AK. It did look different without AK. But what I will say is the Saints clearly said we're just going to play ball control, and I kind of am okay with it because you weren't giving up anything on the defensive side of the football. So when you're up twenty nothing and the Bucs can't move the ball, I'm totally cool with you deciding to just control the clock, make sure you don't have any high turnover caliber plays, which the Saints didn't have any of those, really. I'm cool with it. Usually, I'm like, keep your foot on the gas, be 100% till the end. I'm okay with the way the Saints played on offense in the second half. Don't have any stupid turnovers that give a lifeless Tampa Bay team a jolt of energy, you know? Anthony says, Carolina's not beating Tampa. I kind of agree with you. I kind of agree with you. Carl says, damn it, they pulled me back in. Nice win today. Wish they would have gone for it instead of a field goal. I agree on both accounts. I think it's a great win for the Saints. It's probably their best win of the year, in my opinion, given the circumstances of you need a win to keep your season alive. The Bucs can win the division right then and there. So I think it was their biggest win. But yeah, I mean, I, I would have gone for the field goal. But you know what? Saints did the thing. Logan says, Saints look good today. I wish they would have utilized Shaheed better, though. The run was set up so well that deep shot should have been taken. They look good, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, Greg Olson kept saying that on the broadcast, you know, wondered if they're going to take a shot. That's just not what they wanted to do today. The Saints went tight and heavy. Juwan Johnson was outstanding. You know, Taysom Hill had a good game. Not really an Olave game, not really a Shaheed game. I think that's okay. The Saints didn't really necessarily need that. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to really nit, nitpick when I think they did a good job of finding matchups they liked. They clearly liked the Juwan one, and Juwan feasted against Tampa Bay. Saints 41 says, hey, Chris, DA's got that W against a winning record team. He does. And look, for me, I'll take this. And I said it with DA, win your division. You know, you lost one to the Bucs. You lost one to the Falcons. If they took care of their division this year and and swept it, I know it's so hard to sweep your division. We wouldn't have to worry about playoffs. They'd be in. So, uh, you know, I'm going to give him credit for this win. I think this is a good win. I thought his defense looked great finally. So this is definitely one of those where – if you're negative about DA, you just don't really say much today um, and and you take it what it is. Got a super chat from Carl Marky Marks. He says, I hate this so much. Buck sold out. Worst outcome. Look, I, I, you know, I I understand the frustration. I'm not a DA guy. I think I've said fire Dennis Allen about a million times this season. I'll probably say it a million more times this offseason. But they're probably going to keep him anyway. Every report indicated that. Like if I go back to what Ian Rappaport did yesterday. This is what he had to say about the Saints. He said, Saints owner Gail Benson and general manager Mickey Loomis are supporting Dennis Allen all the way through, and that hasn't changed during a season that began with the suspension of their best offensive player, Alvin Kamara, included a variety of injuries to Derek Carr, and featured countless variations to the offensive line and front seven looks due to more injuries. So excuses, 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 whatever. Saints are going to keep DA regardless. So I don't think this outcome changes much. I really don't. I think even if the Saints lost today, DA would have been safe. I think the Saints made up their mind that they're keeping him for a third year, and it is what it is. This is what they want to do, you know. Chung says the Saints won't win a game in the playoffs if, they, if Pete just calling plays. Depends what Pete shows up. Today's Pete, pretty good. Uh, some weeks not so good. It, it really depends. He's he's hot and cold, you know. All world trucker says Chris, I read on Bleacher Report this morning that the Saints are bringing it back Da for another season, but Pete Carmichael is going to be fired. They're going to use him as a scapegoat. It seems that way, but things can change. And by things can change, I mean the Pete thing. Uh, DA will be back. Uh, It does not sound like Dennis Allen's going to get fired. We got to deal with him for another season. So yippee. We'll see about the Pete Carmichael thing. I think the Saints would like to get a new play caller in. But, you know, it depends about interest in the job, uh, how the season finishes. Because, like, if the Saints make the playoffs, you know, somehow, and upset someone in round one, Pete might be safe for another year. You never know. You really never know. Saints 41 says Falcons got smacked by the team at the first pick in the draft. To be fair, the Bears are the first pick in the draft by way of Carolina, because the the Bears are starting to win some games now. Bears have seven wins, I believe, on the season, seven and nine. So, you know, the 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 Bears are starting to play some winning football. Captain Deluxe says this team is schizophrenic. Which personality are we going to see from week to week? I put this on Dennis Allen, who continuously looks like a deer in headlights. Well, that's what I agree. I think when you're so inconsistent that falls more so on coaching than it does the talent level of this team. Uh, Now, do I think this roster is overrated at times? Sure. But I think it's still a competent roster. I do think the inconsistency stemmed from leadership coaching. You know, now the Saints said they had a good week of practice. They had a lot of preparation for this one. So that went in their favor. But, you know, I I think that kind of falls on the coaching part of not being a consistent team. Because this team, where the hell was that against the Rams? Like, I would have loved to see that. That would have been a damn good game. And had they won that one, All right, this would have been a huge game for New Orleans. Jeremy says, too little, too late, question mark? Kind of feels that way, but we shall see. Definitely feels that way, though. Saints41 says, DA gets his first win against a team with a winning record. He got his 23rd W. Pathetic. Derek Butt says, I complain about Carr, but I'm not judging him as long as DA and Stinky Pete are making calls. I think that's fair. Look, I I thought Carr looked pretty good today. One of his better games. Didn't have a turnover was pretty efficient in the red zone, made some big-time throws against pressure today, which is what you want to see. He was getting the ball out quick, a lot of one-read throws that he, that he you know excelled in. I thought Derek played well, and I would be surprised if on a rewatch, I would think differently of that. I thought Derek had a really good first half, arguably his best half as a member of the Saints. Like, I, I thought that was a really good performance from him. I got to give Carr credit. Saints41 says, By the way, the Panthers are not beating the Bucks unless Tyron uh, knocked Baker out for next week. Yeah, I don't think the Bucs will lose to them, but we'll see. We'll see. Mello says, Alvin, ankle injury, question mark? It does seem that way. I think he sprained his ankle, kind of got rolled up on one of those plays. Hopefully he's all right. I, I, we'll have to see. Ankle injuries are pretty damn tricky. Javier says, looks like a Seahawks loss, and I don't know who I'd rather have lose with Vikings game, but it's so complicated it just pisses me off, so I hope we beat the Falcons and hope for mayhem. I'm numb to it. Seems to be the way to go, man. Mo says, unfortunately, too late for us. Should have had this effort versus the Packers in the first Falcons game. Bucks aren't going to lose to the Panthers. Probably not. Uh, I'm not going to say you got to have faith. What I will say is, go into next week. You obviously want to beat the Falcons. Expect the Buccaneers to beat the Panthers. You know? You hope for the best. You expect the worst, and you see what happens. You know? Saints 41 says, will DA take another shot at the Saints fans? I hope not, but... Who the fuck knows? I mean, he can if he wants. I really don't care at this point. With If that's what he's got to do to motivate him, so be it. Living Sacrifice says, if they build on this, then put the right pieces in place, especially OC, then all should be well. I still have reservations about DA. I, I think today was a really good win. I like the way the defense played. The Saints got to get better in the trenches, though. Uh, now, today they were really good in the trenches, and that's why they won this game. Defensive line was feasting. Offensive line was moving people back. So they were great in the trenches, particularly today. But I think... The Saints just aren't good enough in the trenches season long, and that's part of the reason why they've struggled this year. Offensive line hasn't lived up to the potential or the, I'd say, the value they have spent at those positions. You got a first-round pick on the bench. You know, Ruiz has struggled at times. Ramchek could end up retiring, so that hurts. Defensive line-wise, Cam Jordan is on his way out, in my opinion, in terms of how he's playing, not his extension. You know, Granderson's been good. Brzee has flashed at times. Shepard's been okay here and there. Same thing goes, um, you know, for Colin Saunders. Today, they were great in the trenches. They got to be better long-term, though, if they're going to kind of fix this thing. So that's where I'd kind of like to see them, you know, put some resources in in the offseason. Mo says, we also don't have any tiebreaker advantage over the Rams, Packers, or Vikings. Too much has to happen. We'll say we went 9-8, and but things didn't go our way, even though we had the easiest schedule in the NFL. Kind of feels that way. And I think, like, That's part of the problem, and I I don't know if I tweeted this. I I had it queued up. If I didn't tweet it, that's because I was trying not to be too negative because I know I get blasted on Twitter for being too negative. I think the Saints losing all those games to middle-tier teams is probably what sinks them this year. Losing to the Vikings, losing to the Packers, losing to the Texans, losing to the Jaguars, uh, losing to the Falcons, losing to the Bucks—like A lot of losses to middle-tier teams, and that's usually what kind of sinks you. Javier says, for playoff purposes, New Orleans, a Seahawks loss and a Vikings loss. Then they both have to do the same thing week 18 for all possible scenarios. I think the Bucs losing is the most immediate thing. Yeah, the Bucs is the one you want. You get a home playoff game in that situation. Um, you know, it's, it's just the most straightforward one. And a home playoff game in the Dome, that's pretty cool, regardless of the situation. Got a super chat here from Brian. Brian, thank you for the support, man. He says, don't want to be negative today, but Lamar could have a second MVP and a ring. I mean, passed on him for Davenport. Well, I think he definitely will have his second MVP. He locked it up today. I mean, what he did today against the Ravens, five touchdown passes, uh, just looked outstanding. That, that's a lock. He'll get his second MVP. A ring, we'll see. Ravens look like the team to beat right now with the way that they're playing. Ferocious style defense. The offense is clicking on all cylinders. So that could happen. Even if he doesn't get a ring, obviously you look at that draft and Marcus Davenport, man, what could have been? Because you could have had a different player, and you also wouldn't have had to invest that extra first round pick that the Saints did. Uh, that's why he always got called to first because he, well, cost to first. So it stinks. Uh, kind of upset you brought it up, Brian, because who the hell wants to think about Davenport right now? But you are right. Like it it definitely stings to think that Lamar's ball, and Lamar is uh, about to be a two time MVP, and the Saints got a guy who can't play. Uh, on the field. Now, what I will say about Marcus Davenport, and, and I'm not saying this is like a saving grace thing. This just goes to show that it's just broken for everyone. He can't even play for the Vikings. Like, he doesn't even see the field for them because of his injuries. Like, he just, it's not like he left the Saints and magically got healthy. It just looks like it's never going to work out for him. And, and that will obviously go down as a huge bust. So, um, yeah, that's that's just where we're at. c 735 says, imagine if we beat Green Bay earlier this season. Yep, would have been a whole, whole new ball game. You're looking at a win and you're in for next Sunday against the Falcons. And, man, that would have been lovely. The the energy would have been contagious in the Saints' Twitter. Bro, no matter how negative things have gotten, how frustrated we have gotten as fans, people would have been pumped up. All World Trucker says, one more thing. I bought my PS5 yesterday uh, and Spider-Man 2 and just beat the main story in five days. That Venom final boss fight was hard sell. I have not gotten around to that. I am super slacking. Playing a lot of Fortnite. I need to get to Spider-Man 2 at some point. I Also got the new Zelda game, so I gotta play that on the Switch. I have not played in the Switch in, in a while. So I'm stocking on, on my video games. Once uh once the Saints season ends, I'll definitely catch up for sure. No cap, no filter said at Palmer in, in Fumble. We'd have a different discussion. Yeah, had to go forward in that situation. Shake my head. Possibly. Thankfully, uh it didn't get to that point. Randy says, so with us losing the Packers, the Packers losing to the Bucks, and us beating the Bucks. What does this mean for our playoff scenarios? Well, I think right now, let me just pull it up. I believe the best case scenario for the Saints is probably Packers beat the Vikings this Sunday night, but then lose to the Bears next weekend. Vikings probably just lose out. Seattle lose out. And then I think the Saints would get in the wild card if they win. Uh, Now, the easiest scenario, but it's also hard because you don't expect it, is the Saints take care of business against the Falcons and the Bucs lose to the Panthers. Morris says, I'll say I don't like Carr at all, but Carr and the offense did their thing and the defense did their thing as well. Yep, I agree. And look, that's all I'm saying, right? Like people could be negative about Carr, just like I've been a lot this season, but say when he plays really well, like he did today, he looked like a really good quarterback today. He's gonna get my respect. That's how it works. That's like kind of how this NFL works. This is a what have you done for me league lately for all fan bases. It's not exclusive to the Saints. It's not exclusive to Derek Carr. That's how it is. Star Wars Satan says, people who hate Carr are just racist. His stats are better than half the league. All right, well, I don't know about the, the racist part. And in terms of his stats, better than half the league, stats can be misleading. Uh, I do not think he's been better than half the league at quarterback this year. I do think Derek Carr's played a lot better the last month of the season. The last month of the season's probably been the best stretch he's had as a member of the Saints. But we shall see. If he, if he can keep this going, he will slowly but surely win people over. It, that, that's how kind of the quarterback position goes. When you're playing well, everyone loves you. When you're not playing well, everyone's on your back kind of waiting for you to falter. And, and that's just kind of how it goes down. Horace says, I was like, the Saints need MT, but after today, I know they can do it without MT next year. Look, I love Michael Thomas, one of my favorite Saints players I've watched. It's it's okay to say that, like, it's it's time to go. And I don't even know if they, if, if really they need him to be back in there right now. I think the offense has found something with their tight ends. I think Shaheed and Olave are more than capable of being those wide receivers for them. So we'll see. And A.T. Perry, it wasn't a great game from today, but the last, like, couple of weeks, he has, like, one huge catch a game. So let the rookie kind of get his opportunity here. If Mike's ready, great. If Mike's not ready, so be it. He'll probably play for someone else next year. Joe says, holy crap, we beat a team above 500. They did. A little bit of a stunner there for sure. And 8 says, do we know if there is any wildcard potential in case we lose division? There is. Uh, Like I said, you need the Seahawks to lose out. Uh, You need the Packers, I believe, to win today and then lose next week. Uh, Vikings got to lose out. So those are all the variables there for the Saints. Captain Luck says, kudos to Dennis Allen for once again having the best player on the team, Taysom, spend most of the game on the bench. I thought Taysom's usage was a little bit better today. You know? I thought um, I, I thought it was definitely better. Playoff scenarios. I went through that before. Um, obviously, if they just beaten one of Green Bay or Minnesota? We don't have to worry about this shit, but we kind of do now. Star Wars Satan says, for wild card, we need the winner of the Green Bay-Minnesota game today to lose next week, and we need Seattle to lose their last two. Not going to happen. We'll see. Seattle's currently losing right now, although I do think they're they're getting in position here uh, to potentially tie it up. And then next week, Seattle plays Arizona, and you might say that's an easy win for Seattle, but Arizona just went into Philly down twenty-one to six, came back and beat the Eagles. So who knows? Who knows? We shall see. No cap, no filter. Says Ryan Tannehill bench, Bryce Young two-time rookie, uh, Mac Jones bench, Gardner Minshew backup, Tyson Baine backup, Tommy DeVito third-string backup. Uh, bench Baker Mayfield, stopgap starter don't overcomplicate. I think that's, uh, you know, fair enough, but what are we going to do, man? What are we going to like, this is, this is a situation the Saints are in. There's nothing we could change it. Like I said, they had an easy schedule this year. They didn't really take advantage of it. The wins they've had against their inferior teams, the middle tier teams, had they just beaten one or two of those? They're a playoff team already, but you know, it's, it just is what it is. Bayou boys five says again, DC is not the problem. Um, He hasn't been the problem the last couple weeks. I don't think so. But he was a problem earlier this season. He was not the problem. He was a problem. Not the problem, though. So I agree with you on the problem. Uh, He was a problem for them. Right now, he's not a problem, though. He was a solution today, for sure. And 8 says, what changes uh, in the offseason do you expect to happen? Probably a new OC, new offensive tackles. God knows what happens to Trevor Penning. I got no idea. I think you got to get younger on the defensive line offensively, I kind of like the idea of letting Shahid get better, get Olave better, A.T. Perry get better. I think you got some young talent there. Running back, you got to figure out this Kendra Miller thing health-wise. If Kendra's not healthy, go draft another running back. If you think you could get Kendra healthy, cool. If not, you got to figure out a solution there. Michael says, I'm a diehard Saints fan, but I was so less stressed and happy not watching them play today. That's fair. I mean, honestly, I had a good time today. I had fun watching the Saints. I usually don't. But today was a fun one. Today was a, a win that, honestly, you, you, you get really excited about, and you hope to God that they can continue it. And I don't know if they can. I, I, you, know, you only got one week left anyway. But that's the type of game that you wish you saw more of, and you would take it. Joseph says, Dennis Allen's not bad. The team just isn't. Uh, I don't know about that. I still think Dennis Allen's a pretty bad coach. Mo says, "Why do the Bucks have the tiebreaker over us, even uh, if we both finish nine and eight? I believe they have a better conference record. I'd have to check, but I believe they have a better conference record." Margaret says, "I'm getting my fired Dennis Allen T-shirt tomorrow. Look, it's mine's gonna be sitting there until next year, and I'm sure I'll have to break it out at some point next year. But he he's not gonna get fired, uh, that's for sure." Ed says, "That hip drop tackle got Alvin shaking my head. I think he got hurt on the first one where he got rolled, and then the hip drop just." sealed the the, the deal for him when he got hit. Hope to God, it's not like one of those high ankle ones that lingers for like an extended period of time. Because even if the Saints like get into the playoffs, right, which would be a fun ending to what has been a weird year, probably not winning without AK. Like AK changes so much. You need him in there. Margaret says, where was Jimmy Graham today? I like Johnson, but very predictable. Um, Game script didn't really call for it. I thought Jawan was great today. I I thought Jawan played the way we all thought he could. This was the best game he played this season. I hope That is a a sign of things to come for next season. We'll see what happens, but I thought Jawan looked really good today. Uh, Like I said, defense was swarming. Jawan did his thing. The offensive line was moving people, which was nice to see. They were picking up the blitz, which was excellent. Derek Carr was dealing. Special teams, Blake Groupie was consistent. Lou Headley was flipping field. Saints did a lot of good things today. Brian said secondary really uh, stepped up today. Yeah, I thought Paul Debo stepped up. Elante Taylor got his first career interception. Shout out to him. He played really well, responded well to that benching. Um, you know, Jonathan Abram interception and a forced fumble. Saints defense stepped up today. Saints defense absolutely stepped up. And like I said, they set the tone. And then the reason they ended up beating the Bucs and giving themselves a chance for next week, having a shot at the playoffs. And and like I said, guys, in order to do that, the easiest path, the most straightforward path, Saints beating the Falcons, Panthers beating the Buccaneers. We'll see if that unfolds, Uh, but it'll be interesting. So since it's New Year's Eve, guys, we're going to wrap this one up. A little shorter than usual, I just want to say thank you guys so much this entire year for coming in, leaving your comments, leaving your questions, leaving your thoughts, your super chats, your predictions, your venting, whatever it is, you guys have been great this entire year. We'll be back some point this week to preview the Falcons game, talk about the Panthers-Bucks game as well, talk about the Saints' playoff odds, all that because we'll have a little bit more clarity after week 17 wraps up. But I just want to wish you guys a very happy and healthy new year coming up. I hope you guys enjoy your New Year's Eve. Enjoy your New Year's Day. Should have fun with college football going on. Uh, And we'll see what happens. Saints end uh, 2023 on a good note. Hopefully the start of 2024 is pretty content. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the rest of your night and have a great new year.